Shabbat Shalom, and welcome to this week's episode of I Only Have Five Minutes. This is your host, Avram Elner. I am a current rabbinical student at the Ziegler School of Rabbinic Studies in beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, California. Moving right along after last week's Parsha, the Israelites are finally making their way out of Egypt. And as they're leaving, the Egyptians obviously are in pursuit of them. And as they're approaching the Red Sea or Sea of Reeds, depending upon how you want to interpret things, as they're approaching this body of water, they turn around and they see that the Egyptians are in hot pursuit and they have just a total freak out. <laughs> and they say to Moses, isn't this the thing that we said to you in Egypt when we said, let us be, we'll serve the Egyptians because it's better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. And, you know, Moses hears this, he rolls his eyes and talks to God real quick and he says, don't be afraid, the Holy One is going to protect you and take care of you. But I think we really need to take their the statement of the Israelites seriously because it's a statement that all of us at some point have or are going to engage with and we're going to wrestle with this question. Is it better to be a slave in Egypt or potentially die in the wilderness or to enter the wilderness? Is the familiar, even if it's restrictive, even if it's soul-crushing, better than the unknown? Are we better off playing it safe? And that's that's the question that the Israelites are raising here. They're saying, look, like we just want to play it safe. We know, we know what it's like to be in Egypt, and we don't know what it's like, like, where are you taking us? Like, why would we take this risk? And so their their statement, their question here, it's really, why should I take this risk? Why should I go into the unknown? And yet, even though they complain the entire time, right, those entire 40 years, they choose the unknown. And, and that choice is what ultimately turns them into really being a people. And that's not to say that that choice isn't scary. Because that choice obviously is is terrifying, and the start of that process is terrifying. You know, even even walking through the parting of, of the sea must have been terrifying. And and furthermore, you know, I think a lot of us when we when we think of this piece of the story, we picture the sun being out and it being bright, and this you know, the the sea parts and everybody walks through, but. It, it wasn't it wasn't daytime it, it was nighttime you know look at at Shemot 1421 then Moses held out his arm over the sea and the Lord drove back the sea with a strong east wind all that night. And turned the sea into dry ground, the waters were split. 
So this defi- this defining moment, which in our collective memory is is glorified, and I think we, we tend to paint uh, with a brighter picture this this defining moment of, of really choosing the wilderness. You know, if you were there, it, it, it must have been just scary as hell. You know, figure, figure this. You know, it's pitch black. Uh, it's probably cold out. You've got an entire Egyptian army coming behind you. You've got this, you know, your leader is uh, is standing in front of this body of water. And all of a sudden, this body of water splits. And then you have to walk all the way across this huge stretch of land in the middle of the night. You know, the ground is probably, you know, wet and covered with, with fish and mud and 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 all of the you know the earth and and the muck and the grime and you know i think it's uh there's some important symbolism going on there this idea that uh liberation starts in the dirt and the muck and the water and the night and you know there there are a lot of uh divine feminine undertones here with the sea and the moon and, and nighttime but story for another day but, you know, the point here is that liberation starts in this, you know, terrifying space and terrifying moment. Uh, and they, they have to walk through this dry seabed the entire night and they don't finish crossing until daybreak. And it's not until the sun comes up that, you know, the sea finally falls back into place. And going back to our original question, and we see that the Israelites choose the wilderness instead of choosing to continue to be slaves this is all it all comes back to courage and i want to juxtapose this story of crossing the sea with the thoughts uh from the writer from the poet david white and his ideas on courage he writes courage is the measure of our heartfelt participation with life with another with a community a work a future To be courageous is not necessarily to go anywhere or do anything except to make conscious those things we already feel deeply and then to live through the unending vulnerabilities of those consequences. To be courageous is to seed our feelings deeply in the body and in the world, to live up to and into the necessities of relationships that often already exist with things we find we already care deeply about, with a person a future, a possibility in society, or with an unknown that begs us on and always has begged us on. The Israelites, through all their worries, fears, and complaints, chose over and over again that unknown. They made the choice that the wilderness and its expansive possibility was better than the suffocation and restriction of Egypt, the narrow place. Choosing courage means choosing the wilderness. My bracha, my blessing for everybody this Shabbat is that we are able to have the courage in our own lives in large, small, large situations and small situations to choose, choose the wilderness. Thank you, and Shabbat Shalom.